Hello, and welcome back to the Power Switch, gaming's call and talk radio show. My name is Peter Spezia, and today is July 7th, 2018. This is the 53rd episode of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We use Discord as a means to add and drop callers to talk about video games, and switch the power that is found in a typical gaming podcast. You can join our server to participate during recordings at rhymeswithasia.com call. On today's episode, a Minecraft Nintendo 2DS XL in our headline roundup. Our main topic is the best games of 2018 so far, and then we will get to your calls if you are tuning in live on Discord. Uh, some bit of housekeeping for you, of course, SMYN Ultimate is back to cover the weekly weekend podcasting source recapping the biggest news in anticipation of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. So yes, show me your news back once again. Uh, had three episodes so far, episode four recording this week. Got another guest lined up. Looking forward to doing that. And that'll be uh, tomorrow from when we're recording this. That should be out at the beginning of the week for you there on podcast services at Show Me Your News. And then also my wife is starting Twitch streaming back up again. So you can follow her on Twitter at sassfactory underscore, but she'll be broadcasting on Twitch at sass underscore factory. And uh, so it'll be usually in the afternoons, kind of around 5 p.m. ish Eastern time, I would guess on weekdays. I'm not sure how often she's looking forward to doing this, but uh, yeah, definitely follow her there and check that out. I'll, I'll probably be making some appearances in the background here and there, uh, so that should be that should be fun. So check that out as well. It was a very slow week of video game news, but we will still cover a few topics here in our headline roundup. The Nintendo 3DS continues to live on, uh, especially with the new 3DS XL and also the new 2DS XL. Over in Japan, though, it's called the new Nintendo 2DS LL, and there are three new models announced of that model in particular for the summer over in Japan. One of them had been kind of revealed before, I think, in Europe, but it's in Animal Crossing New Leaf one. Uh, comes bundled with Animal Crossing New Leaf Welcome Amiibo. Another is a brand new, nice red and black Mario Kart 7 model, but one is turning heads here in particular and it is a green Minecraft Creeper themed Nintendo 2DS LL in Japan out this summer. You can only imagine that will be coming stateside eventually. Now, what does this mean? It just means a further partnership. I mean, Minecraft developed by Mojang. Mojang owned by Microsoft, and it's another partnership between Microsoft and Nintendo. When it develops and comes to the hardware front, I mean, we've seen Minecraft Xbox One S's before, uh, but when it comes to Nintendo and the 3DS, 2DS, that kind of lineup, uh, starting with the 2DS here, that shows an increased willingness to work together. Uh, now, I don't want to start speculating for, you know, Smash Brothers and Banjo-Kazooie DLC possibilities for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, but, you know, the continued work and progress together, uh, you know, we saw it with the Minecraft commercials survive together, but now with the hardware of the Creeper. So keep an eye on that as that develops. Kotaro Uchikoshi is uh, known for developing the Zero Escape series. I mean, that's 
999, nine hours, nine persons, nine doors. That's zero escape, virtue's last reward, and zero escape, zero time dilemma. So Uchikoshi went to Anime Expo, as he did a couple years ago. A couple years ago, he revealed zero time dilemma there at a panel. But he's working on a new game, and it's called I, the Somnium Files. And that looks like AI, colon, the Somnium Files. Uh, according to the Destructoid article that wrote up about this, quote, Formerly known as Project P-Sync, The Somnium Files is a visual novel mystery adventure game set in a technologically advanced Tokyo, starring Kaname Date, a detective with an artificial eye he uses to gather clues as he hunts down a serial killer. He can also look into the memories of witnesses presented as dreamscapes. According to Uchikoshi, the term AI has three different meanings in the game. There's AI as an in artificial intelligence, I, which is the theme of the game, and I, which is the Japanese word for love. Speaking of words, Somnium is Latin for dream, hence all of the dreamscapes. So I'm really excited about this, actually. Uh, Uchikoshi, I'm a big fan of his work with the Zero Escape series. Good to see him work on a new project, a new IP in particular. Uh, if you couldn't tell, it seems like the character design is being done by Yusuke Kazaki, who's uh, known for his work on No More Heroes, uh, Fire Emblem series. So different uh, sort of character design there compared to the Zero Escape series. Uh, no release date announced for I, the Somnium Files, but it's going to be coming to PS4, to Steam, and also to Nintendo Switch. So, I mean, I'd guess maybe late next year. I don't know. Look, look out for that, though. Uh, and play those Zero Escape games. If you hadn't yet, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of those. And uh, gives you some time before checking out Uchikoshi's next work. Twitch Prime is giving away free games. Uh, as a result, you know, this is kind of the Amazon Prime Day, which is coming up on July 16th, but Amazon owns Twitch, kind of extending it to the month of Twitch. Trying to Twitch is trying to been doing the the monthly free game rollout for Prime members, sort of things. But they're giving out a whole bundle of games over the course of the month. So you got to keep checking back at Twitch.tv/prime. Check your Twitch Prime account and just keep adding those games to your your Twitch account. Just kind of stack them up there, and if you want to play them, use that Twitch launcher for your PC. These are PC games at the end of the day. So so far as of recording, uh, some of the games they've been giving away just as just free are uh, Battle Chef Brigade, Goner, and Next Up Hero. And then coming up eventually will be Tacoma, Brutal Legend, and Broken Age, among many others. So make sure to keep checking in if you have Twitch Prime and then uh, you know just keep developing that, that library there over at your Twitch Prime account. PlayStation is also having a mid-year sale on their store. I mean, the Steam sale has ended, right? But if you have a, you know, a PS4, PS3, Vita, get your games digitally there, especially if you have PlayStation Plus. Uh, I put a list on our show notes here. There's over 750 games uh, that you know have deep discounts here. So check that out. See what works for you. Uh, it ends July 17th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, so you still have time to jump on some good digital PlayStation game sales. Let us get to our main topic though. I'd like to talk about the games of the year so far at the halfway point. What are the best games as of this point this year? Uh, now when people compare 2018 to 2017, it seems as of right now to be really no contest. I mean, we look at 2017 last year and there was already The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Persona 5, Horizon Zero Dawn, Near Automata, 
uh, Night in the Woods. I mean, those are five we mentioned. And that's not even mentioning uh, you know, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard. I mean, 2017, the first half of the year, was an amazing time for games. And yes, there were some games that kind of helped flesh that out a little bit. I mean, Super Mario Odyssey at the end of the year, like that was that was a big one. Uh, but this year, what are the games that we're looking at so far as you know, when we're starting to build that eventual game of the year list? And how do we start to predict that out so far in advance at the halfway point so far? So this year, I'd say number one, going to be tough to beat, but God of War is right up there. Uh, God of War with its storytelling as uh, the continual camera shot the action the character the acting um it's really really well done and uh if you have not played that yet absolutely do so if you have a ps4 um that's going to be up there and i think it's going to be breath of the wild like in a way when we're coming to the end of the year and you know people have to look back and what happened uh, this year in games you know in in mid april this game came out and like we will not you know, have to make a point not to forget that at the end of the year uh on the indie front we got to make mention of celeste uh, celeste highly ranked i have not played that yet but it's it's right now like i'm about to buy it on my switch i'm about to go on a business trip in a couple weeks that'll be my plane game then so i'm looking forward to doing so but uh celeste getting rave reviews not only for its storytelling but it's difficult platforming just you know, at the base but then these ultra tough challenges uh just a, a pinnacle in a way with you know the mountain there of of indie game development and really doing a great job there gotta also throw a shout out to monster hunter world uh really bringing monster hunter to playstation once again in an open world big way uh, this is a game where really it built community around it if you look a couple years ago a totally different game right but overwatch Overwatch, a very good, solid game on its own, but it really had the community groundswell and continued interest. And there was, you know, DLC that continued to roll out. Similarly to Capcom and Monster Hunter World, they keep rolling out these little bits of DLC. Here's a new monster. Here's some new armor sets. Uh, the multiplayer really seems to drive the activity in Monster Hunter World. Now we'll see with uh, Generations Ultimate, uh, when it comes out on Switch in August this year on Switch, if it's the same sort of success, if it's the same sort of community, uh, we'll see with another big Monster Hunter game coming out this year on a different platform entirely. Uh, and plus, Monster Hunter World still has yet to come out on PC. That's you know supposed to be fall, winter this year uh, for them. But Monster Hunter World is another big one where you're talking games of the year and like what has the big you know industry attention. Like that's another huge one. I would also like to you know mention uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Dragon Ball Fighters has taken the fighting game community by storm. Uh, and, you know, when we saw that original trailer at, was it last E3, E3 2017, and it seemed like a dream come true, uh, man, ARC really delivered on this one. I just from the attention to detail to, you know, the manga comparisons to how they portrayed certain, you know, super attacks in game, uh, the similarities there just really really loyal and respectful to the series and it's really picking up steam in the fgc community I and mean, so there was a moment at ceo recently community effort orlando where uh, it was a showdown between goichi and leffen and some people are calling it like the fighting game moment of the year and it happened in dragon ball fighters uh so we'll see when it comes around to evo but that's another big game where it's it's built community around it was reviewed highly and it's really been one of the games to talk about at the first half of this year 
And so when you round out the five here, uh, certainly not as strong of a list as last year, uh, but let's make mention of Far Cry 5, uh, especially in this politically turbulent time in the United States. It was bold to make a game that was talking about a you know religious militant cult out in Montana in the United States. Uh, first time that a Far Cry was set in the United States. Uh, now, granted, some people would say that for as much as Ubisoft wanted to say about the politics there, they really could have gone harder, that they almost kind of wimped out. They had a really strong start, and then it kind of faded away. But still, it's good open-world Far Cry gameplay. Uh, I've only just started it now myself. I'll get to talk about that a little bit uh, later in the show. But it's one of those. It was also reviewed rather well, uh, just overall accepted well. And uh yeah, it's it's not a strong five, uh, let's say, for 2018 compared to 2017. With, but God of War and Celeste are easily up there. Monster Hunter World should make a case at your end. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, good community, and then Far Cry Five, just another solid installment. But the real key this year, I think, will be the games that are still to come. Now, 2018 also proposes a uh, a sort of interesting dynamic this year when it comes to, we'll start off with our first one here, Red Dead Redemption 2, when we have all sorts of games that are either crammed into the start of October or just say, I'm getting out of there and pushing back to 2019. Maybe we don't have as many games on the back half of 2018 as well because of fear of launching alongside Red Dead Redemption 2. But uh, that's that's going to be a juggernaut game. I mean, any Rockstar offering is going to be high quality and with a lot of polish. And, you know, waiting on 2010's Red Dead Redemption to, to get a sequel and a, a prequel at that, uh, that will be highly anticipated. That will be well done and well made. Marvel's Spider-Man is going to be another one that's up there coming September 7th. Uh, you know, PlayStation has a good year of exclusives with God of War and with this one. It showed very well at E3. It seems to be the Spider-Man game of our dreams that we're all hoping. Uh, they have the intrigue there with all the different villains coming up, but it seems to get the web slinging right. And that's that's the most important part. But Spider-Man should absolutely deliver. We'll probably be in that contention. You got to throw out Bethesda Game Studios as well. And if they do deliver on Fallout 76, that could be another big contender for Game of the Year by year's end. Um, you know, certainly when it comes to Bethesda, you throw out the idea of, well, it could be buggy. It, it just could not work, especially when they're adding online components. Uh, the launch could be a little rough. But, you know, the way that they've handled and put polish on their, their products lately, I'd like to give them the benefit of the doubt on this one. Um, especially with the comparisons between PS4 and Xbox One and PC and how similar those architectures were. I mean, it's not going to be a case like Skyrim where PS3 was so horribly buggy, but it's totally different than what PC was, right, at the time. So I'd be interested to see what that will be. It's not a game that will be on my radar personally, but that's going to be one that the industry will look out for. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is another one that is still to come. For as well regarded as Origins was uh, last year, Odyssey seems to be taking that foundation and building on it even more, bringing back actual controlled ship mechanics that people wanted. Uh, you know, dynamics in the story, you can change or choose rather your protagonist and then choose how they interact in certain story instances. Um, I really enjoyed 
Origins last year. And I wasn't at first excited about the proposition of saying, well, here's another Assassin's Creed next year. Uh, you know, ancient Greece could have maybe had a better setting, I suppose. But they're taking an already great game and improving on it even more. So definitely want to keep an eye out for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And then I'm going to round out with uh, one that may be a bit of a dark horse here, and it's actually launching this week. It's Octopath Traveler on Nintendo Switch. Uh, it's going to be a uh, hitting a soft spot for a lot of people in the game industry to have a Super Nintendo-like JRPG, but done in this HD 2D style. Uh, early impressions are coming in. Really, really high reviews, uh, just early impressions coming in. I mean, it's not scored or anything like that yet, but a lot of people seem to be very high on Octopath Traveler. So if we're talking for a possible game that could sneak in and maybe be considered by the end of the year, I would say that would be one as well. So yeah, we have God of War, we have Celeste, Monster Hunter World, Dragon Ball Fighters, Far Cry 5 so far this year, but still to come, I'd keep an eye on you know possible nominees for Game of the Year by year's end. I mean, Red Dead Redemption 2, Marvel Spider-Man, Fallout 76, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and Octopath Traveler. Uh, now, some things to note on top of all that. Where is Super Smash Brothers? Well, a December 7th, 2018 release date, if it sticks to that. Uh, that would generally be considered outside of the normal game of the year proceedings. Yes, that will be my favorite game of 2018 if it launches then. Uh, but when we're talking about, you know, the game awards, I mean, that's that's like just after, if not the day of, you know, Jeff Keighley's game awards. So, so like, it won't be considered for that. Uh, also, things like Life is Strange 2. Uh, these episodic games always make it a little difficult. I mean, episode one of Life is Strange 2. Uh, is going to be, what, September 27th. So you'll maybe get two episodes by year's end. It's not enough to make a decision. Uh, even things like, uh, you know, Batman, The Enemy Within, the Telltale season two of Batman. Like, I, that may be on my uh, 10 games of the year, my favorites, uh, but it, I don't think it'll be up there in the, the critical judgment there. Uh, and then you just also got to remember the, the many games pushed 2019. I mean, the way that people were raving about Resident Evil 2, the remake, uh, it won like the Game Critics Award at E3 2018 as game of show. And that's January 25th. I mean, so that like that just sneaks out of the year. We'll have to consider that maybe for next year. So there's a lot to think about uh, when it comes to the game so far of 2018. Uh, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that eventually shapes up. But I wanted to kind of take stock at the halfway point here and see where we are really so that's what i have to say when we come back we'll get to the callers we can talk about that main topic uh, the headlines games you're playing recently anything is really on the table that's all when we come back here on the power switch Welcome back to the Power Switch. Good to have callers again. Of course, this would be the part of the show where you get to call in, have your voice heard over at rhymeswithasia.com slash call. That's our Discord channel. So feel free to you know join the community and we'll let you know when recordings happen so you can call in. But let's hear what you have to say now. Joining us from Texas, Jesse, welcome back to the Power Switch. How are you? I'm pretty good. Hasn't it been a while since I've been on here? It feels like it's been a little bit, uh, but you know, maybe, maybe E3 time or something like that. How are you doing? How, how's, what would you yeah. like to talk about today? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. Um, 
finally got some time to do these things again. It's been a eventful couple of weeks. It was like E3 and then DDQ right after. So, mm-hmm. yeah, overall, I've been pretty good. Started playing some NES games again on the NES Classic. Oh, yeah. Which ones have you gotten to? I just finished Super Mario Brothers 2, so I'm on Bubble Bobble now. Oh, nice. Yeah, those uh, started to be sold again, I think. What was it June 29th? Like the, so now people are like, oh, there's there's NES Classics and Super Nintendo Classics that are being sold again. So that's, that is good to see. Yeah, go out and get one. They're good. Mm-hmm. I like them a lot. So what brings you to the show today? What would you like to talk about? Well, we're talking about Game of the Year stuff. Mm-hmm. And I can admit, I tend to just wait for things to go on sale some, most of the time. But as far as like, games that are new this year that I bought, I did get Dragon Ball Fighter Z. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely up there. The animation is gorgeous. So that might honestly be like the best graphics of the year for me, really. But as far as other things, I mean, like Super Smash Bros. is obviously like, my top pick right now and right. i haven't yeah. even played it yeah it's, it's not ridley it's, that's true it's taking up a big mind share for sure i mean i know i'm doing another podcast based on it but it does make you wonder i mean the original december 3rd release date for brawl and they didn't stick to that yeah. and you know will that that kind of falls outside of the normal game of the year talk anyway right but come on it's not next year it's not next spring <laughs> you can announce today game's that out, <laughs> game's coming out on december 7th yeah Got to got to believe in Sakurai and the team. I think they've been doing better with that lately, so I want to believe. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what was the last big delay Nintendo had for a game. Oh gosh, oh, that's a good question. Uh, nothing really comes to mind. I, I just you know the brawl stuff really sticks in my. You know the one that does jump out was uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Uh, that was supposed to be like a November holiday 2013 game, and they pushed that to February 2014. Um, otherwise they've done pretty well. They've kind of buttoned things up and, you know, they are only announcing when things are ready for switch. So I'd, I'd like to see that continue for smash. Uh, but yeah, the back half of the Wii U that kind of got a little shaky. Yeah. I just feel like with the switch, they've gotten so much tighter mm-hmm. with their release schedule. They're holding their cards close to their chest. I don't know. I have faith it'll come out soon. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know, but. If I had to place a bet, I would say, yeah, I think it's going to come out by the end of the year. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was disappointed when you know I saw that it didn't hit September and the whole talk of like, you got to launch your online service that you made people wait 18 months for. Uh, you got to launch it with Smash. But, you know, for all that we're getting in that game, all the characters coming back, Ridley as a newcomer, it's just so much. It will be the ultimate Smash game. It's like, if I have to wait three months, that's okay. I mean, like, 11 years ago, I also remember you being disappointed in uh, Smash Brothers Brawl being announced for December. So Yeah, the more things change, the more they stay the same, right? Good times. I did get the uh, port of Hyrule Warriors to Switch, so that's pretty good. But again, that's not really like Game of the Year thing. It would yeah, be pretty yeah. weird if Game of the Year went to a port. Yeah, that's the thing, right? A lot of people are big on things like Hollow Knight right now. I mean, Hollow Knight just came out for Switch. People are playing it there. But the game came out last year. Uh so it's it's kind of tough when you start talking about ports or remasters or things like that. It reminds me, I have uh, Hyrule Warriors as well sitting in my Switch. And like I definitely want to try and see what was new compared to uh, all the, the vanilla base game that I played and all the DLC and all the... Yeah, like there's there's tons. So, uh, you know, that's that's definitely a great game. I, you know, is our Show Me Your News community game of the year in 2014 outside of Smash Brothers. But... Um, 
yeah, I'd like to try that for sure. But you're right. Like it's, it could be as, you know, like best remake remaster of the year, uh, you know, shadow of the Colossus could be up there as well. Uh, you know, that's blue point, uh, in February, but, uh, yeah, it's tough to say, you know, put that as game of the year, right? Yeah. Again, I haven't played that much this year. I've been actually waiting for the steam sale this whole time. So mm-hmm. really it's just been like a few switch games I've gotten and dragon ball fighters. Z. Yeah. I know that there's Super Mario Party coming out later this year, so I'm interested in that one. Mm, yeah, that's another that's another possible one. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure there'll be good games. You know, Battlefield Five should be good. You know, I won't doubt that Call of Duty Black Ops Four will be good, but they usually don't get put up there in the the best games of the year, so to say. Yeah, I'm t- I tend to be a little weird with what I play, mostly because like I'm either playing stuff that's on the Switch or something on the pc that's been out for a year and i could get for a discount right right but yeah i mean there's definitely a lot that's good out there and i look forward to seeing what other people have to say about it absolutely yeah so whether it's you're here in the comments you know let us know what you think you're looking forward to for the rest of the year or uh, big contenders this year we'd love to hear feedback on this it's it's always interesting to kind of look at this this midpoint here and then kind of prognosticate out through the rest of the year and we can always look back and and see how right we may or may not have been i remember looking at last year's episode and uh i kind of called out sonic mania and uh cuphead i kind of threw as a dark horse candidate having no idea how well it'd be received and it turns out it was i mean it was winning some certain awards at at the game awards like that was that was good to see so i hope good things are in store for for octopath traveler in a similar vein there well jesse thanks so much for calling and it's good to have a caller on the show we've had a a couple episodes here where it's been a little dry after the the e3 hype here but good to have you call on anything you'd like to to plug in particular i'm just gonna say i'm gonna plug pokemon trading card game online that's something i've been getting back into lately oh yeah huh you know when i was younger i'd always want like a new sequel to uh the pokemon trading card game boy game absolutely and this is like the closest thing i've gotten to it it's a way for me to play pokemon trading cards from my house without having to meet up with someone using card they don't have to buy although you definitely get further if you do buy things because it's that kind of system and honestly i feel like this game should be on the switch absolutely i was just gonna say and that needs a switch port for sure i mean way back in the day I, i'm right there with you i love the original trading card game on game boy and yeah they did make a sequel as i'm sure you probably know but for those that don't right. like it was one in japan and it featured the the rocket line of cards and it's like that would have been so good uh, but man, why wouldn't they do that? That's just so yeah, weird. It's leaving money on the table for sure. But yeah, definitely check that online and let's let's hope for a switch port. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, well, I mean, we get Pokemon blocky game on Switch. Yeah, <laughs> right. Conquest and, and, and mobile and things like that. No, that's that's a very good point. Well, Jesse, thanks so much for calling in and uh, we'll talk soon. All right. Yeah. Good to hear you again. All right, great to hear live caller feedback in there. Let's get to what I'm playing. Uh, just it's a real quick hit, but uh, you know, GameStop had a game sale going on where it was a buy two get one pre owned free, and then they have their big summer sale going on. There was one day that kind of overlapped as it was running out, so stop by, check things out, and then I didn't end up getting any pre owned games because the games I wanted were on sale, new, and so. Uh, for 30 bucks, I picked up Monster Hunter World for PS4. For 40 bucks, I picked up Far Cry 5 on PS4. I'm looking at these games, you know, the best games of the year. I'm like, where are gaps in my 2018 library? Well, those are two big ones right there. Of course, the other being Celeste, 
I'll be getting that soon as, as I mentioned at the top of the show on Switch. Use that as my playing game for work travel. Uh, but starting Far Cry 5 on PS4, maybe only 45 minutes, an hour into it, right? Just kind of setting up the establishment of the characters and whatnot. I literally just picked up the map in, in Dutch's kind of bunker there. So really not far at all. Uh, playing it through PS4 remote play, again, with you know the dog and things like this, not ideal, especially in a fast-paced first-person shooter thing. And, uh, you know, playing Life is Strange, uh, going back on PS4 and doing that through remote play, had no issues with lag or freezing video and things like that, like I did with uh, remote playing Detroit Become Human. Uh, definitely some issues like that, you know, freezing for three to five seconds. It's like, oh God, got to pause and wait for that to pass. So it's not ideal, but... I like the setup that it, it's, you know, presenting in front of me and uh, I'd like to play more, but hopefully I'll get some more time to do that. But yeah, that's what I am playing as far as games that are out this week. Uh, it's it's a pretty stringent lineup, but, you know, a big end of the week here on Thursday, July 12th, Icons Combat Arena comes to Steam Early Access on PC. This is by Wave Dash Games. Uh, they are old you know guard of smashboards.com longtime smash fans made their own game studio making their own platform fighter uh, it's been in a beta for the last few weeks a lot of people saying very good things about it um, I'm looking forward to mentioning it and maybe even talking to one of the head developers on show me your news coming up over the next couple of weeks so look for that there but check out the PC early access on Thursday July 12th for icons combat arena. Also, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker comes to Nintendo Switch and Nintendo 3DS on Friday, July 13th. Uh, you know, people say it is good to have that on Switch, especially with, you know, the new levels based on Super Mario Odyssey, uh, things like that. But a lot of people are saying the real remarkable thing about Captain Toad is that it's working as well as it is on 3DS. Uh, so go figure there. I would still say Switch is the best way to play, of course. Uh, good game on Wii U. Glad to see that coming over and giving extra life. It's a, it's a fun little puzzle platformer kind of game there for Captain Toad. Give that one a shot, especially when it's at a discount price, uh, not the full 60. And then also Octopath Traveler, uh, July 13th. That's the Friday on Nintendo Switch. Really, really excited and interested to see how reviews pan out for that. Uh, not one that I'm pre-ordering or, or picking up yet, but for those that are really excited about the classic JRPG kind of reimagined uh, for this new generation, very excited for those people. So check that one out as well. And that'll do it for this episode of The Power Switch. We are hosted by RhymesWithAsia.com and we're on YouTube and Twitch at RhymesWithAsia. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at The Power Switch. I am at Pete Speakeasy. You can email us any questions, concerns, comments, or opportunities at powerswitchpod at gmail.com. You can subscribe to The Power Switch on podcast services such as Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you could be so kind as to leave a review, that would really help as well. But most importantly, to participate in future episodes, you should join our community on Discord by visiting rhymeswithasia.com slash call. It's a small but growing community, and now is the perfect time to have your voice heard on this podcast. If you want a YouTube video to watch, check out Mega64. They did their Dragon Ball Z Cell Saga live action uh, in, like in five minutes. Uh, they did this with Frieza and the Frieza saga a while back, but now they did the cell arc. Uh, not only is it fantastic, it you know 
did really well as far as their numbers go. But I'm particularly interested always when they do behind the scenes videos because they are such clever filmmakers. And especially when you're doing these kind of stunts to recreate Dragon Ball Z in live action on a budget, uh, it's fascinating what they do. So check out the show notes for their Cell Saga live action behind the scenes for Mega 64 there. So yeah, it's a... It's been another interesting week on the gaming front. Nothing too big happening, but we'll see as the summer progresses and we start to eventually get into August. I mean, the later we get into July, you know, the closer we'll get to Evo and uh, Smash rumors are floating around. So check out this show. Check out Show Me Your News over at showmeyournews.com slash podcast. Uh, good to be back in this kind of podcasting flow, I think, for myself. So stay tuned to our Discord channel as everything develops, and regardless whether it's live or on your own time, I look forward to you joining us for our next episode. With that, I am Peter Spasia. Until next time, switch up, call in, game on. <laughs>